Damn, you added some filthy fucking shit to this playlist, Ryan. Yeah, I know, man. What is this? Voynich yeah. by Solro? Never heard of him. I'm going to play the uh, Criminal Scum Spotify while we're talking. That's what I do. I like to put it on shuffle. I really need to get a new setup again. I got a, a crazy setup going on today. You guys can see me, right? Yep. I just have all this, you know, walking space. That way I can just kind of walk and talk, you know what I mean? Get the butter in my brain churning a little bit. You can still hear me pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Tight. Okay. Let's start this episode. Hey, guys. It's Ray. Stay tuned for Planet Paradox. You won't regret it. I'm sorry for dripping, but dripping's what I do. With a bing bong here and a bing... Whatever. <laughs> Just some far down bullshit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 16 of Planet Paradox. Dude, that would be an excellent... Um, Been a long time. Jihad track, dog. Jihad. Jihad? Jihad, the new, <laughs> the new hybrid between rap and country. Uh, excellent. Today, I am joined by the salty lad himself, Gilgamesh. What's up there, matey? Hello. Been a long time, dog. Your beard is looking nice and thick. Got full survival mode for the pandemic. You were ready to embrace the winter completely naked, and you'll be fine with that kind of fur on your body. Definitely got enough insulation from blubber as well. We are also joined today by the very mysterious ryan lion aka cat eyes what's really hood cuz hey boo how you doing tonight i'm doing fantastic even better now that i'm watching you stuff that meat into your mouth the way you just stick it in your mouth is just so sensational only the bloodiest beef between these cheeks he stuck the whole fork down his throat right there did you just see that I saw them lump in his throat below, like, fucking some of that torment porn. <laughs> no gag reflex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I found out the best way to remove your gag reflex is to squeeze your thumb. Really? Try that next time you're deep-throating something. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent tips. Try this. Try this at home, everybody. No, it's true. Like... Not only does this work for the thotty-ass sluts out there who are deep-throating dudes in an alley, but this works for the everyday citizen who just wants to brush the back teeth. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think we should definitely acknowledge we've been away quite a while, though. You know, it's uh, it's been a longer-than-average break for the Planet Paradox pod. I've said this about every episode that we have so much to talk about, but this time especially, it's been about three or four weeks since I've seen you fucks, and I gotta say, you guys look great. I'm not as wasted as last time, so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, that was the highlight of last episode for sure. You didn't remember anything, right, Ryan? Faintly. I remember laying in 
bathtub and like uh talking shit about how filthy it was <laughs> dude you were so fucked off and you were so funny that night 10 out of 10 comedy i regret nothing <laughs> dude yeah it came out great ryan's alter ego igor came out <laughs> we both had an episode where we were fucked off beyond belief but mine couldn't get released so you know <laughs> dude i gotta do it again but this time we'll release it just not deep eddies this time that shit fucked my world i swear we still gotta release that one on like a patreon or something exclusive content dog yeah we'll release that by the way ryan i see that you've been working out a lot lately haven't you dude show me your thighs Ryan. god damn dude or seriously you look fucking jacked bro yeah buns and ties yeah man are you taking like protein and shit yeah, protein and pre-workout supplements and shit. Jesus Christ. Ever since we went to Vegas, I've been going steadily since we got back. You see, my problem is when I walk into a gym, I just don't know what the hell to do. I just stand there like, uh. That's how I was the first few days. You kind of just have to get it, dude. You just kind of go and say fuck it and not pay attention to anyone and just do your thing. That's how you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's been cool, man. I, I really like it. I feel like it's like becoming a part of my lifestyle now, and I hope I don't fall off. It really sucks balls, though, because um, we're literally about to go back into lockdown in two days. So they're closing all the gyms. <gasps> no more gyms. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. So I'm not happy. You're going to have to go into the forest and chop down a tree and just use a heavy log to just do reps with. <laughs> That's what I was telling Ijita. I was like, dude, we got to just go and like shove a fucking log back and forth and lift it. Have you thought of taking up lumberjacking? Mm, nah. Oh, well. <laughs> I figured I'd ask. Not my bad. It's a very manly thing to do. Kind of like, I don't know, go into the gym. Yeah, I heard that it's locked down over there too, man. Um, Y'all started Monday or today, I guess. Yes, we went into a lockdown today. And needless to say, a lot of people are panicking. Now, you guys may know this, and I guess I knew this as well, but it was a harsh slap in the face of what reality really is. But this fucking town is Trump country dude it was mind fucking blowing to see how many signs were popping up throughout the city dude i seen the billboard <laughs> yeah there's multiple billboards actually there were a few and not only that but some fuck decided to go around town with a bunch of barricades for the road put them in the parking lots of random stores and shit with a giant trump flag on them so there were just trump flags everywhere bro and it was pretty sad, and um, it felt like we were facing a dystopian future. However, you know, things obviously didn't work out in that way. They were trying to play territory control. Territories. Territory control. <laughs> Dude, they had all the territory controllable. Like, you maybe see, like, one little bumper sticker for Biden. Besides that, nothing. Capture the fag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lost the Albertsons. Territory lost. And I was surrounded by fags, dude. <laughs> but um, it's pretty crazy, dude. Um, needless to say, I'm glad for the most part all that political shit is out of the way because I really don't want to have to talk about that shit ever again. I want it to be boring again. Man, it was so fucking stressful, and that's what I, one thing I'm looking forward to is exactly that. It's going to be fucking, like, no one's going to give a shit again for four years, and then it'll be another election before you know it. Trump 2024, baby. Oh, fuck. It's totally going to happen. Dude, it's going to happen. And it's just like an impending doom <laughs> in the horizon. It's like, well, let's enjoy <laughs> these four years while we can. Yeah, it's a good time to, like, just take a breather. I noticed a lot of people that I truly cared for, friends and family, 
supported Trump, which I was completely 100% against. And it's so easy to cut somebody off for, you know, being so different than you. But in a sense, it's kind of eye-opening and it makes you realize how different people in this world can think, even your own family and friends. Yeah, you know, I think if you boil it all down, what it is, is it's fear-based. It's like, are you the type of person who is fearful and, and doesn't take risks and walks on the side of caution? Or are you the type of person who is creative and takes risks and explores and rolls the fucking dice sometimes, even if it's much safer to just stay safe, you know? I think that's the two types of, like, soul, basically, it, that core soul energy. It's like this chaos or order soul that it, that is in charge of all of our entities to some degree, and, and it, it influences all of us to a different degree, but... It's like, it's not even a matter of good or evil. It's just a matter of you're so fearful that you really believe that you need some demagogue, some strong man leader to be your God, to like protect your fucking people. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Well, a lot of it is like the tribe mentality and shit too, right? I think a, b a bunch of people don't really think too much. Um, there's a bunch of like ignorance. Like I, have, I know a couple of people who like, don't really seem to have an opinion on things, but then we'll pretty much like read one article or watch one video and then like basically be convinced that that's how it is pretty much. I think there's a lot of ignorance out there. The thing that's pretty fucked up and I got to say this, but the reason why I'm so chill with it is because we won and I'm glad that we are past that. What's up, Ijita? Can you hear me? He can't hear you. Oh, tell him I said what's up. He says what's up. What's up, dude? Do you want to talk chat for half a second? Ajita! What's up, guy? Yo. How's it going, bro? Long time no see, dude. Do you remember me? Yeah, I do remember you, bro. <laughs> How's Portland been to you, man? How could I forget? It's been, it's been uh, all right. It's been up and down, man, but we're here. You know what's crazy? I figured that since you moved to Portland, you'd want to grow out your long hair again, right? Um, I've thought about it, bro. It's just the only thing that sucks is just like, the professionalism sense, you know what I mean? That's the only thing that's stopping me. Oh, you're a professional now. I'm a professional. Damn, okay. Um, did you fellas want to talk about the writing prompts that we came up with? Yeah, yeah I'm done. Okay, so a little backstory for our listeners. The other day, Gilgamesh decided to shoot us some writing prompts that we could fill in for today's episode. Which one of you guys want to go first, or should I go first on the writing prompts? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan said he got it. I got you, dude. Okay. So what was the actual writing prompt first and foremost? I can't say what the writing prompt is because it's part of the story. It's kind of like I have to lead on from that. So you're just going to read your story from the beginning and just kind of go with it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Let me hit a dab real quick because I'm feeling pressure. <laughs> hit a dab, dog. I'm just fucking with you, Ryan. I was just trying to torture you. Paradox, if you want, you can do yours first. Yeah, let me hit a dive and let Paradox do this because I'm nervous, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, we're just fucking with you, Ryan. I'm just fucking with you. I didn't want to ultra torment you. Only mildly. I'm going to read my actual prompt first. That way I can just kind of give you an idea of what I'm working with. Gilgamesh got really disgusting with mine, by the way. <laughs> okay, I found him. Ladies and gentlemen, my writing prompt for the week. And maybe we can make this a weekly thing because that was really fun to write out. I don't know about you guys. That would be great for people to email in a short story prompt for us. Yeah. Yes. Email us short story prompts at planetparadoxpodcast at gmail.com and we will read we, them. We can take people's prompts and each interpret it our own way and then see how they compare. That'd be great. I'm down to do Limit that. Limit it to like a paragraph or two. Okay. So my prompt is this. 
Just as you are about to nut, the wall collapses and a crowd of people are looking at you in shock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a disgusting one, right? Okay, here it is. So I wrote this one on a lovely afternoon with a cup of coffee. There I was, bathing in the infinite void known as the darkness, left with nothing more than my thoughts and an ever-growing silence. A silence that brought a delightful ring to my ears. I haven't the slightest clue as to how I got here. Oddly enough, I wasn't scared. <laughs> I felt calm. I felt like I did as a fetus in the moist chasm of Mother Bear's tum-tum. Beads of sweat started to drip down my young, ripped body. It's at this very moment I realized I was completely nude, exposed to all the elements that eternal oblivion brings with it. The very muscles that so carefully carve my godlike body began to twitch, as if sending a Morse-like code to my brain. The hairs on my arm erected as I started to feel a sensation that I was all too familiar with. Fight or flight. However, I wasn't actually fighting off a threat. Rather than the insatiable urge to stroke my sweaty salty pork sword, which stood tall like the hairs I mentioned prior. It was then I let out a soft giggle that immediately got lost in the nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> the minutes turned to hours, the hours to days, the days to an infinite amount of time spent in an endless loop of stillness and shade. The entire time, my tuna torpedo refusing to concede. It was then I broke. I'm sick of this! I blurted as I hastily extended out for my yogurt slinger. <laughs> I grabbed that thing like it was a baton <laughs> in a relay race took off and never looked back. <laughs> it felt like I was trying to warm up a Vienna sausage via friction. <laughs> Time stood still as my mouth formed a grin similar to that of Indian Joker. At the top of my lungs, I squealed, I am alive! God damn. It was then everything changed in a heartbeat. Silence which was once a sanctuary I found comfort in, was broken. I began to hear what appeared to be murmurs surrounding me. What they were saying, I haven't the slightest clue. I began to stroke my meat rocket faster. It brought me comfort as it was all I knew. It was then things were taken further. In a, in a cube-like manner, four slivers of light began to pierce the shadows around me. Blinded by the light, I began to stroke even faster. Suddenly, in the blink of an eye, four walls fell around me with a thunderous whump. A rush of cold air swept my moist, wet body. God knows how salty my flesh was. As my sight began to return to me, I realized I was surrounded by what appears to be hundreds of people. All focused on me and my boo-boo, which was still placed delicately in my phalanges. Everyone in the audience was stoic, as if waiting for something. Seeing no visible exit from the nightmarish situation, I did the one thing that got me through every tough situation in my life up to that point. I stroked. 
As soon as I did that, a glimmer of hope was thrust into the minds of everyone that surrounded me. I began to see what appeared to be emotions. I stroked again. Tears began to form in a majority of the assemblage. It was then I performed a machine gun-like stroke combo that brought the crowd to a thunderous applause. It appears that the faster I stroked my peanut butter, the louder they got. Without warning, a thick rope-like substance shot out of my wiener and landed dramatically on the stage I stood on. <laughs> Immediately, the crowd went silent as a look of pure primitive instinct washed over their faces. Damn, Everyone began to make a mad dash for my cock nectar. A stampede of similar to the scene in The Lion King where Mufasa gets trampled by the wildebeest. <laughs> With bloodshot eyes, the crowd began to claw at the surface that my goo laid upon. It was then a glimmer of light shot down from the heavens themselves. The bodies of all the people began to form a pile that extended up to the light that shot down. I began to climb the warm, mushy mound of strangers that was still fighting for my baby gravy. The pile kept growing and I kept climbing. The light grew brighter the higher I went. Eventually, I reached the ceiling and was able to pierce the life itself. Instantly, a massive shock vaporized everyone that stood around me around me as my very own reality began to collapse on itself. <laughs> there I was, standing once more in a sunless vacuum. Cold, wet, naked, with a penis in my hand. However, this time, the penis didn't belong to me. The end. <laughs> Bravo, dude. How's anyone supposed to follow that shit up? I was gonna dude, say, dude, this, even if I did write a prompt, there's no way that it would have been that good. <laughs> oh fuck, dude. I was hoping I didn't put too much work into it. You got inspired, huh? Can you send me that on an email? I would like to read it back again. I have it saved here and I'll send it to you guys. That's so good, dude. So fucking good. <laughs> that was really good. You should consider writing short stories or something, man. I really should. It, it inspired myself while writing. I was like, wow, did I just describe my You're good penis as a tuna torpedo? Very descriptive and disgusting. And he, <laughs> he said the big white rope launched on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Thick rope. <laughs> a rope-like substance. <laughs> <laughs> Very descriptive language. And I, I love that everyone just lost their shit and tried to grab your cum and they all killed each other. It was similar to the Mufasa scene. <laughs> Getting trampled by Okay. I had to throw that in there. Obviously, that was a banger, so. I love your use of bloodshot eyes, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's good callback to the walruses. <laughs> I like to describe things with bloodshot eyes. I don't know what it is. Because <laughs> what a hilarious visual. Like, when you think of bloodshot eyes, you think of everything from a Intense. walrus about to commit suicide to your guys' dad pissed off he caught you smoking weed. <laughs> what the fuck? All bloodshot eyes across the board. So that was my writer's prompt. Who would like to go next? Well, I can go ahead. And uh, Ryan, if you want, you can just do yours next time. I can try to make up one still. Okay. Ryan can improv one. Yeah. It, it might not be as long, but I'll try to get it interesting. That's chill, dude. The rule was it could be as short or as long as we want, but try and keep it around a page. Let me look into it again. Let me read this prompt and get, get a soul film. You see, my problem is I thought you said that it had to be a page. No, that's a cap. Well, I'm glad it came out good. It came out really good, yeah. I was like, wow, you, you actually filled out a lot. <laughs>
hamburger. You want me to go ahead, Ryan? Yeah, just give me your prompt, and I'll have something spicy ready. So I, I kind of like what Paradox did. He almost did like a prequel situation with the prompt itself, where the prompt wasn't introduced until like 60% into the story. But he actually told the prompt beforehand, and so you're kind of wondering, well, when's it going to come into play? You know? Well, the prompt that you gave me is like actually a shadowy figure asking me a sentence coming out of the darkness. And I feel like that's a good place to start. Yeah, you could totally start there, or you could do kind of like what he did and make that toward the end. I got another prompt on standby, by the way, if you want an option for a different one, Rennie. I'll hear it after Gilgamesh is real quick. Okay. What's clear to me is this is a fun exercise. It is fun. I'm going to go with my story prompt. And I will say off the bat, I will be honest, I hated the story prompt. I was like, God damn, this one sucks. <laughs> but I was like, where do I go with it? I, I don't know. There is a monkey stranded on a spaceship beginning to show signs of sentience. He has made contact with alien life. Now, I kind of took a little bit of uh, creative liberties, and it's sort of alien life in a sense, but more like interdimensional life. <laughs> Lay it on us. All right. <laughs> I feel like that's good enough. <laughs> there you were, one minute, the cutest little chimp you've ever seen, enjoying playtime with your handlers, Nikolaev and Dmitri, learning to turn knobs and levers when they blink for a reward and for more playtime. The next moment, you find yourself strapped into a little chair where the room gets terribly loud and scary. You get so terrified that you fall asleep. When you wake up, the smell of roasting bananas is wafting through the air, and you see darkness speckled with tiny bits of light as far as the eye can see out of the tiny window nearby, frosting over quickly to obscure any view of the outside. The smell was not a conveniently prepared treat, but your own feces, released in a state of fear when the room was loud. <laughs> you decide to eat your own fucking shit, enjoying it like a filthy animal, when a thought occurs to you. This smells like... shit. <laughs> you vomit shit all over yourself, and begin to eat it again before realizing... This still tastes like shit! <laughs> you vomit again, this time determined not to eat your own shit again. Instead, you splatter your poo all about the cabin angrily, using it as a lubricant to slip out of your harness chair. You can now explore the cabin freely and decide to start pushing levers and turning knobs. Nearby, a vent opens and a loud whoosh sounds off for a moment. You see a flashing light on a knob and decide to turn it, stopping the whoosh noise. You feel lightheaded and out of breath. You breathe on the glass repeatedly until it clears up and you see your reflection. Shit is matted in your fur, smeared all over your face and smile. You are a fucking ape and somehow you've begun to wonder, why have I never considered how nasty shit is before? <laughs> you begin to screech and lose your shit, literally and figuratively, <laughs> slamming your fists against the walls and cursing the gods for their cruelty. Never will you get to fight for the right to mate or smash the skulls of enemy chimp troops' babies feasting on their sweet mind nuggets. Alas, not one more game of hide the glizzy from good old Dimitri <laughs> peanut butter fingers. A single tear rolls down your monkey-ass cheeks as you gaze into the infinite void of space. What a time to suddenly become sentient. 
you slap the lever that causes the whoosh and fill the cold void of space enter the chamber. You see the light at the end of a dark tunnel. You approach the light, witnessing massive mountains shaped like nanners of gold. Just as you... <laughs> just as you are blinded by golden light, you suddenly fall for a long time, feeling the temperature rising. As you plummet, your flesh blisters from the heat, and you spiral into the depths of monkey hell. Ape screeches of agony and displeasure echo through infinite void space. Six-headed behemoth silverbacks are sodomizing a flock of orangutans in the distance. <laughs> all animals go to hell after all. <laughs> all animals go <laughs> That was so good, dude. God damn. What a journey. You know, I read the, the prompt that you sent him, but I had no idea you were supposed to be the monkey. I thought you were interacting with a sentient monkey. It didn't have, it could have been that. It could have been whatever. Oh, I like the direction yeah. you took it because that immediately blew my fucking mind and everything I thought that was going to happen was thrown out the goddamn window. You could also say I just totally ignored the part about the aliens. So I kind of fucked off on that prompt, but still fun. I love the way you described the um, chimpanzees or the orangutans getting sodomized in the far distance in monkey hell. <laughs> <laughs> All animals go to hell is an excellent oh. conclusion. Skipping the aliens isn't isn't a big deal, dude. It's like I, I expected you to be like a narrator of a story, but you ended up like taking it a whole different direction. But that's that's pretty tight. You took a left in Albuquerque, as Bugs Bunny would say. <laughs> but I gotta say, you did remind me of something I want to talk about after this whole segment and that's chimp talk monkeys but uh before we do that i do want to go ahead and send you right. guys the writer prompt that um i have and i'm going to put on the discord ronnie check this one out okay let's ask our our listeners to uh send in their best responses to to your prompt yeah and then uh, uh for any of our listeners who would like to take pl take part of this you can go ahead and send us in something for this following writing prompt, and one of us will read it for you. Uh, just be sure to include who you want to read it. Okay, so this one, Ronnie, but what do you think of this writing prompt? You move into an apartment with a bedroom that has a small, or you move into a bedroom. Let me start over, goddammit. <laughs> you move into an apartment with a bedroom that has a wall painted as a forest scene. You fall asleep, and when you wake up, you notice a cabin that was never there before. A week later, you see a light in the window. The fun little writing prompt there that you can do if you decide you want to do that one instead. Oh, yeah. I got that from the writing prompt subreddit, which I highly recommend you look into Gilgamesh as a writer. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, um, can I go ahead and go into chimp talk? Yeah, I'll just uh, get my prompt next time, I suppose. Okay. Chimp talk. Chimp talk. All right, before we get into chimp talk, um, can one of you please describe to our lovely listeners what a chimp is? Chimp is... Um, Joe Rogan, basically, but with more fur. <laughs> <laughs> with more fur than Joe Rogan. Just slightly. He is very bald. He's chimp-like in demeanor. He's very obsessed with chimps as well. Well, he kind of gets me onto chimps too. In fact, this chimp thing that I'm going to talk about is from Joe Rogan's podcast, but <laughs> I don't think you guys listen to every episode. 
Is it the one with Tony Hinchcliffe? Excuse me. With the cake? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn it. There goes that topic. <laughs> I listened to that shit, motherfucker. Oh, no wonder you're so intelligent. I forgot you're going to the gym now. Of course you listen to Joe Rogan. I haven't been listening to Rogan in a while. All right. Well, for our listeners and Gilgamesh, they told a story of a man who used to own a chimpanzee. Why? I have no idea. I feel like that alone just kind of shows how fucking crazy you are. They're majestic creatures, but I don't want those motherfuckers near me, and I'm sure you guys can agree with me. Yeah, I, I love them, but I I want some kind of a barrier, or uh, I just don't, yeah, I don't want them in my vicinity for sure. Absolutely. Are those tiny little finger monkeys considered chimps as well? No, it's a specific one. No, chimps are the big ones with no tails, and they're the ones that'll rip your dick off. They look like us. Okay. <laughs> like a little tiny uh, a little tiny finger chimp can't rip your dick off, Ronnie. Or they're not even called finger chimps, they're just finger monkeys. <laughs> Those are little Goliath monkeys, man. How do you know, dude? How do you know it can't rip my dick off? I'm pretty sure they have superhuman strength, even if they're tiny. <clears throat> Before we get into the chimp story, I want to <laughs> say something really quick. Chimps eat bananas. Bananas share I'm not entirely sure if this is correct. I feel like this is up to 60% of the same DNA as humans. Does anybody know if that's right? What percentage did you say? 60%. I think it's higher than that. I, I think it's higher too, but I was kind of lowballing it. I 96% went, or Yes, dude. Like 90% of our DNA is similar to that of a banana. So keep that in mind. A banana? 60% is a banana. 60? Okay. 60%. 96% oh, wow. is a chimpanzee. Okay, that's oh, what I was thinking. Wow, so yeah. we were both on point there. That means a chimpanzee is technically committing mild cannibalism. Okay, so are you guys both on the Discord right now? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to send you this picture, and I want you to describe what you're seeing, Ronnie. This is a segue to my chimp talk, by the way. I'm not just doing all this to fuck around. Let me see. Uh, okay, so can you describe to our viewers what you're looking at in um, incredible detail, if you if you can please do that? It appears to be a big, thick chimp giving sweet, sweet fellatio to a young little brown chimp. <laughs> I'm sorry to break your heart, Ryan, but he's not blowing that chimp. No! It looks like it's, like, sucking it off, him. <laughs> oh, he's fucking eating a small monkey. You really thought he was blowing the monkey, Ronnie? L look at the face he's making. You're right. It looks like he's getting sucked off. <laughs> That's the same face I do when I'm getting sucked off. That's a, I'm, I'm sleep. When you look closer, yeah, you can see the flesh in his teeth. <laughs> what we are looking at, ladies and gentlemen, is a chimpanzee eating a little monkey. And it's a he very... He looks like someone's coach, huh? He looks like someone's coach eating one of the players. Um, one of the, <laughs> <clears throat> one of the little league players who missed a layup or something. <laughs> the thing that's crazy to me is look how human they look. It looks like a giant fucking hairy old man eating a little hairy old man. And it's, yeah. it's, it's very freakish. And, um, the reason why I bring up that chimp is for chimp talk. Here we go. <laughs> Daddy. Ronnie, do you remember why that guy's chimp was in that sanctuary? Didn't the chimp do something bad? Um. No, I don't remember. Fuck it. All right. So this guy, and we'll we'll give him a name. Ijita. Let's just name this guy's name is Ijita. He's the chimp owner. 
He has a chimp. They take the monkey away. They take the chimp away. For what reasons? Only God knows why. God and that chimp know why. So they take this chimp and they take him to a chimp, a chimp sanctuary, which they do exist. Look it up. Um, let me get a sip of water real quick. <laughs> chimp talks just really, you know, it takes a toll on the human body. Is your fucking heart racing? Your veins popping out? It gets my heart racing. If I was wearing my Fitbit, that shit would be like, chill out, bro. I'm so close to throwing my shit at the wall. <laughs> my Fitbit's like, you're either running the mile or chimp talk. Anyway. This guy, he took his chimp to a sanctuary and he would go visit his chimp and go say hi to him. And let's say the chimp's name is what, Ryan? Coco or Bubbles? Wumbo. Wumbo. Chum chum. Chum chum. So he went and he goes visit jump, Chum Chum. And <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know what? Today I'm going to take Chum Chum a cake, right? Which is a beautiful gesture. As a human, how much do you appreciate getting a cake, Gilgamesh? Um, yeah, it's nice. Pretty nice. Especially if it's like designed for you or like has your name on it or something. Yeah, I appreciate it. You appreciate it. So this guy's like, I'm going to take Chum Chum a cake. He takes him the cake, right? While he's walking to Chum Chum, Chum Chum's cage, all the other chimps are looking at him. And what are they thinking, Ryan? This motherfucker is giving him a cake and not me. What's going on here? This motherfucker is walking into my sanctuary and giving that fuckface monkey piece of shit over there cake and not me. <laughs> and by the way, calling chimps call each other monkeys as a, a very derogatory thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's apes. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, it's bad. It's bad. Monkey. That's why Monkey Man is actually very insensitive. He takes him the cake. He opens the, the, the cage to uh, Chum Chum Sanctuary and gives it to him. He loves it. It's probably chocolate and he probably loves it. Who knows? He eats the fuck out of it. All the monkeys are watching him eat it. And while the guy is leaving the sanctuary, the chimpanzees get out. <laughs> God damn. Oh Why does he do this? And... They tear this man apart in front of Chum Chum. <laughs> Monkeys are hyper intelligent, as we are aware of. What are they as intelligent as third graders? Oh no, that's pigs, right? They're they're much smarter than that. Probably like fifth graders. <laughs> they're hyper intelligent. So they tear this man apart. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter <laughs> than a chimpanzee should be is more like it. They start to rip this man apart, and chimpanzees are so intelligent when they're trying to fuck with you or, like, just ruin your life. They go for things that you really need, things that you want. These motherfuckers will bite off all your fingers because they know you need your fingers. <laughs> Even if you ball your hand and put them in your pockets, they will rip your hand out, open your hand, and f fucking bite your fingers off, dude. <laughs> They will also, I don't know if they rip or bite off your testicles. They do that as well. They rip them and then eat them. Chimpanzees are so smart. They know that your little balls right there, Ronnie, they want them and they want to rip them off and eat them. <laughs> For nutrients, I don't know. But they know that it's fucking you over. Salty. They'll eat your <laughs> nose. They'll bite off everything. So this guy got eaten alive by chimpanzees because they didn't get any cake. They wanted some cake and they were jealous. 
The difference between humans and chimpanzees, sure, it's 4% in DNA. But we're able to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Gilgamesh? Rationalize. And of course, for a microsecond, let's say if, or let's beep that. You saw him driving a hot pink Lamborghini down your street right now. For a microsecond, you'd be like, fuck that motherfucker. I'm trying to bite his balls off. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker, you know what I mean? But as yeah. a human, you're like, you know what? He worked hard for it. He earned it. That's my buddy. It's inspiring me to get a hot pink Lamborghini as well, maybe with spinners, you know, to one-up him. But <laughs> the difference between us and chimps is they don't think about all that stuff. I'm, look, I'm doing my hands like Donald Trump. They think about, I'm going to bite his balls off, and I'm going to chew it, <laughs> and it's going to be tremendous. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, the moral of chimp talk today, and the reason why I wanted to bring up chimp talk is, if you're ever visiting an ex-chimp that you know in a sanctuary full of other chimps, take cupcakes or something you can share with all of them because you don't want to get all your shit ripped off. Chimp talk. Yeah, you have to at least give, give everyone else a treat. Think twice next time you say, eat my balls. <laughs> yeah, because a chimp would. <laughs> and if they like the flavor, even better. Even so, better. That was chimp talk. Did anybody want to get any other topics out of the way that they were dying to talk about? I know Gilgamesh, you had a thousand. Ronnie Lyon, you said some things right before we started. Right? Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Are you you're more excited about um, the fact that Donald Trump is getting out of office or that you're about to get a PS5? Oh, dude. We live in a world. Um, we all knew that Donald Trump wouldn't go out easy, so everything he's doing right now, it's not shocking. It's kind of to be expected. Yeah. Everything is playing out to where Joe won. I mean, there's nothing really they have on them. So I think the election is pretty much done with. And I'm glad it's over. Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm happy we don't have to talk about that anymore. I'm very happy about that. The PS5, dude. Why don't they make more? What's the deal with making limited quality consoles when every fucking buddy wants one? You know what I mean? I don't understand what's going on. I think it's for the hype. Yeah, I think that's it. It's fake hype, right? Yeah, it's like making it seem exclusive, yeah. It's so fucking hard to get a PS5. Yeah, and I know Nintendo does that a lot too, right, Gilgamesh? You know, actually, I did get the uh, Super Nintendo, the home console, the Super Nintendo Classic, like the first go around. It didn't seem that hard. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the PS5, it's extremely rare. Anybody who has it, um, well, I mean, there's a lot of people who got it just to be scalpers. Is that what they call it? Where they sell yeah. it for like three times as much money? So it's pretty crazy. I'm seeing it for like 900 on Facebook. But personally, myself, I'm not dying to get it. But at the same time, I am because isn't Cyberpunk going to be on a Gilgamesh? Yes, and it's coming out in November too, so. So I do need one ASAP. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't want to get that spoiled. I'm pretty stoked, dude. I don't want to get it spoiled. I know a few people who have it, and if I wasn't such a pussy with the coronavirus, which is still plaguing America as we speak, I'd go play it at my buddy's house, but you know what I mean? Your buddy got a PS5? I know a few people, dude. Damn. It's crazy. But these are some hardcore gamers, people who have been waiting since day one. So, I mean, they deserve it. I'm going to grab one for sure. I haven't really been a gamer for the last few years, but I'm about to get back into it, I think. I think it's a perfect time. Yeah, especially since you're working graveyards. Yeah. What better way to spend it when you can't get a hold of anyone or you're just chilling than to just indulge in a good single-player-driven game that'll take your mind away from everything and make the night fly by like that if it's a good enough game. 
Yeah, I'm excited. Campaigns are nice, man. Those games are pretty lit. But... It is. And you know what? Speaking of, I'd be ecstatic if you got a PS5, Ronnie, because over these yeah. last few weeks that we haven't been doing the pod pod, I've been playing a lot more of the game with friends and family that I haven't been able to connect with due to all this bullshit that's going on. I'm playing Dead by Daylight with Gilgamesh. We're having a, the time of our lives, dude. I'm playing Call of Duty with cousin Chris, Tommy, and my brother Jijo. We're just running squads till 1.30 the other night. It was great. I'm hyped about the new Call of Duty, bro. Yeah. Um, and then if you get a PS5, you know, you could hop on Warzone with us as well. It's free. So that's the main selling point. I mean, why not play it? In fact, Dude, I saw you were playing it, right, Gilgamesh? Too, dog. Yeah, well, yeah, I was playing Warzone with Ryan and Isaiah. I think it's really pretty fun. It takes a lot to get used to, but once you start to get like a vibe and understand things, it is a lot of fun. It's just a lot of space on your hard drive. I love the second chance of the gulag situation. Yes. It makes it really hype, especially if the entire team's just spectating you and it's all on you at that single moment. Do you guys mess with the zombies mode at all? I liked it. Never been into it. No. I know it has a huge fan base, though. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So I'm excited to connect with people, and I'm excited for you to get on that too, Ronnie, because I'll be down to play whatever you want as well. You know what I mean? We got to play Rocket League together soon, man. I still haven't played a single game of Rocket League in my life. It is such clean controls, you're going to get addicted automatically. Guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, I know it's big for a reason. It has to be good. I think it's free right now, ain't it? It's free. Well, I ought to get it. Fuck around. Get it. Oh, yeah, you know what? I want people to add me on fucking uh, PlayStation. I think I'm Gonzo Sailor on PlayStation Network, right? You're Gonzo Sailor, one word. Gonzo Sailor, add him. His little emblem is a little boat. You can't miss it. At me. You know what, Ronnie? If I'm going to be completely honest, what I'm more excited about, Donald Trump getting kicked out of the office or the PS5, yeah. I think in the long run, the PS5. Excellent. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. I was thinking. I, I was going to ask, would you, would you uh, let Donald Trump stay in office for another four years for a free PS5? Not for a free PS5, but I'll eat a piece of dog shit off the floor for one. A pickle? I yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> I get I, I'd have to. A whole juicy fat pickle. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't know if I could do it. If I could, I could take a bite out of it. But, yeah, um, it's all or nothing. So yeah, are you gonna get the disc discless version or the disc version, Ryan? I feel like um the digital version seems reasonable. That's all you need. Everything's digital anyway. I think only fuck faces are gonna get the disc version for a hundred more dollars. Why would you buy a disc that's just gonna get scraped up at some point? Or your friend's not going to return it. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. Discs are obsolete. It's I've over. had so many games stolen from friends. It's not even funny. The argument my buddy had was, well, if you buy the disc version, then you can sell it later. You can re return it to the store and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm. Yeah, for $3. Who cares? Yeah. yeah GameStop will give you some fucking pebbles they found on the floor outside for a brand new copy of God of War. Or you can go on Amazon and buy the HD version of Princess Mononoke and own it forever. You know what I mean? Own it forever, yeah. I guess the downside is like um, how much memory everything takes up, and you'll have to be like uninstalling and reinstalling True. games. True, I do that all the time, especially with Call of Duty. That game is like 100 fucking gigs, dude. I'm always having to uninstall and reinstall. Yeah, I heard, I heard that the PS5 doesn't have, like, an external hard drive either, but the uh, Xbox does, apparently. I don't know. They're going to do an update and uh, release it. Yeah. Yeah, just not at launch. As long as they have that at some point, it should be fine. 
This hey, is only really an issue for like super gamers and streamers and shit. But yeah, it's really cool, Ryan, because on the PS5, let's say if you're playing a game and I'm playing a game and you want to watch me, you can just stream it in a small little corner, like a little blip of it. And then you can move it to each corner of your PlayStation so you can watch your friend play. It's pretty cool. Sick. And you can, we can like be in a group chat and stuff. Yeah, group chats. It's pretty fucking revolutionary. So I'll let you guys know once I get one. Believe me, you'll know. I'll be posting a lot of videos. I'm still eagerly trying to grab it. I've been me and Gilgamesh have both been hopping on all the websites and trying to get those launch times. I'm gonna try on Walmart on Black Friday. They're supposed to release some, and I'm like, surely they're saving them. You know, some of the stock for that. I heard they're gonna do it the day before Thanksgiving, dude. Yeah. Either way, I got some shooters who are gonna be waiting online for me to buy it. So I'll be at work. Sick. I told some people here. Here's my card. You wait on that fucking website. When you see it's available, you get that shit. You know nice, I mean? man. And I'm not going to lie, Gilgamesh, I keep forgetting about Cyberpunk because I keep telling myself, I don't need it. Like, I don't need a PS5. I'm fine. I need but it. Then, <laughs> for, and then I think, just for that. Cyberpunk's coming out. I have to get it. And also, let's be honest, it's going to be fun playing Witcher 3 on PS5. <laughs> Witcher 3. Both games made by CD Projekt Red. The PS4 is why I bought. Wait. Yeah. The PS4 was bought because I wanted The Witcher. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm talking backwards right now. I'm getting a little too excited. Let me hit this pen real quick. Yeah, honestly, a lot of those games got me hyped. That Demon Souls got me excited, dude. I've never beaten Demon Souls. I can't wait. That Spider Man Miles Morales looks hype. Oh fuck! And it's cool because you could experience a bunch of banger PS4 classics you've never played. I'm sure you've heard of The Last of Us. It is a must play, Ronnie. I played the first one. Oh, you did. Never got to the second one, yeah. Did you beat the first one? No, I, I got like halfway through it okay. and stopped playing. They're pretty great. The first one's the best one, so if you don't really like the first one that much, then you probably won't like the second one. <laughs> yeah, those games. I'm just kidding. No, no it, was, it was honestly fun. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I don't, know, I don't know why I fell off, honestly. No, it happens. I do that Ryan all the time. Ryan hates lesbians. Hey, Ryan, I was going to tell you, um, I saw the other day you ate one of those world's hottest chips. Can we talk about that? Oh, yeah. Dude, that was intense. How's your booty? It was the pucky chip. Uh, my booty's fine now, but honestly, that was the worst of the whole experience. Is um, the aftermath? Seriously? Yeah. Like, um, well, I guess my buddy really had a way worse time than I did with it. Um, me and him ate it at the same time, and um, he was like drinking milk, eating ice cream, and then throwing up in the fucking doing the most. He was throwing up in the toilet and then eating more ice cream and then throwing up again. And like that's he was just all, like, a hot mess of a situation. Yeah, he was all over the place. And um, I, I handled the eating it part. I was able to probably go like, what was it? 30 minutes without drinking anything. And then that was like, so that's have, the like, challenge to go as long as you can without water. Yeah, they have like tears. They'll like call you like a baby back bitch if you just go less, less than a minute and then like yeah then there's like the levels i got to like the 30 minutes which was like hot champion or some shit hot champion I yeah i don't remember what the levels were or whatever but i, I did okay i could have kept going but i was like i want some milk so i just started drinking some milk um, okay a couple questions um how do you get that thing we had to go to like four different stores we went to like um fred meyers and uh, walmart and we ended up getting it from like a fucking Seven uh, Eleven, so I guess it's random convenience store. Damn, they sell them at Seven Elevens. Yeah, and um, man, yeah. So that thing, my buddy had eaten it before, and he said that it wasn't very bad. He handled it, and he was like, "I didn't feel like it made me shit bad or anything like that afterwards." Was your buddy Mexican? No, he's like a super white boy. Oh, you know what, white boys? I feel like I know chip. a lot of white boys who really chip, chip, and we'll talk about him here in a bit. 
But um, how much was it? Is, is it like an expensive thing, or is it just kind of like a cheap little fun little Sorry. thrill? Sorry, <laughs> 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 you, you were talking about him, and I had to. Oh yeah, um, no, um, it was like seven or eight dollars for one chip. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they found a way to charge seven dollars for a fucking chip. Well, the thing is, um, they give you a coupon for a free bag of their chips too afterwards. Oh, they have chip chips. Yeah, they have like different heat level chips that are regular chips too. I wonder if they have the hottest in a full bag. Probably not, huh? Nah. That's suicide. That thing did not taste very good. It was very bitter and it tasted like just gross, honestly. So it, it just not... tasted like shit. It wasn't even good. Yeah, it was brutal. It, it was hard to eat. It was a big ass chip. And um, yeah, I chewed it down, swallowed it. And as soon as it touches your tongue, you start to feel like the agonizing burn a little bit. Oh, it instantly burns? You ate the entire chip? Yeah, I ate the whole chip. And um, man. Yeah, it burns pretty brutally. It's like definitely hotter than green chili, but it's manageable. I, I handled it. The thing that happened was that night I went to work. It was on graveyard shift and I was like getting sleepy because I was barely switched over. Mm-hmm. And um, it was probably like four in the morning and I was all like falling asleep in my booth. And then I like instantly got hit with this. Ronnie? We lost him. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to dubstep and then he would, just went silent. It appears that we have lost Ronnie Pooh in the middle of his hot Cheeto incident. Um, let's see, maybe he'll join again. Dang, I was getting into that, dude. Trying to enjoy some delicious hot Cheeto antics. Hot Cheeto antics with lamb. For the Mexican but, chicks over there. But, but, Ryan, Ryan. I have so many questions about a single chip. Biggest monster is the illest. Your style is played out like Arnold with that what you talking about, Willis. Well, I will mention right now, since we're in a little bit of an intermission, I I started the brainstorming the outline for the full series for my A Dance on the Edge series, so it's pretty fun. Oh, wow. You've been putting a lot of work into that? Yeah, yeah, and more of like the really high-level, like superstructure of the story series, basically. So, like, I have the whole magical outline, and then I have the whole non-magical world outline. Let's see, Ryan just messaged us. His computer suddenly died. Ah, shit. So you're starting to expand your universe and work on the more complex things in writing for it? Yeah, like, even when I was writing my book that I've already published, I kind of knew where I was going to take the full series in the end, but I didn't know, like, many of the major parts just yet, and that's what I've just hammered out recently is kind of like a bunch of critical key parts of the two parallel universes. There's the magical parallel universe and there's the mm-hmm. non-magical parallel universe. And then within the non-magical parallel universe, there's a couple more splits that are going to be revealed throughout the storylines. But along this way, there could be several books. So I have no idea how many books it's going to take to tell this series story, but it, it's across a vast amount of space and time. And that's between- perfect. Yeah, it's between the Andromeda Galaxy and the Milky Way Galaxy, so that's a huge amount of space. Yeah. It's from pretty much nearly after the Big Bang to literally the end of all time. 
So it's the biggest span of time possible. You just gave yourself infinite things to work with. Nothing's limiting you. Uh, it's pretty good parameters to work within. Yeah, that's super exciting. Um, do you find yourself whenever you're actually writing and you're getting a lot of the progress done in your story, do you do it in small increments or do you tend to sit there for long periods of time and just grind it out? Yeah, it's definitely the second one. It's It comes in floods. And when you're feeling inspired, I think you need to grab it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that applies to you whenever you're editing too. Like if you're feeling it, you need to just like stick yes. with it and like get it. When you're basically. on fire. Yeah, when you're on fire, when you're in the vibe, if you still have time to and you don't have other obligations and shit that you need to do, then you should you should keep creating basically. That's what you should do. Because it, it's not all the time that you're feeling that way. and if you want to do something else, like go ahead and take a break, whatever, but you got to fucking, you got to fucking actually get it. Tell me whenever you're going off like that and you're getting shit done and you're zooming and you're vibing and you're having a good time and you're making progress after that, you feel like you almost ate a full meal. You just feel satisfied. A hundred percent. It's fulfilling or it's the same so way. If Ryan was on, he would tell you it's the same way as if you just got in a good ass workout. You just feel good. You know the rest of your day you can fuck off. You can just play video games. You can totally just enjoy yourself or and not feel guilty. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like I got that out of the way. Now I can play whatever. You've earned the right to enjoy yourself. Yeah, Ryan, we were just saying how it's it's like whenever you've done something creative, it's almost the same kind of reward you get when you go to the gym, work out hard, and you're like satisfied. And the rest of the day you can like don't feel guilty about it if you want to just chill or or enjoy yourself. Yeah, I, I think that's true. It's like a guilt-free pass, kind of. I feel like the gym is totally um, rewarding in a different way than art, though, for me. Because um, it's more overall well-filling that I get from it. And art is more of like a in-the-moment, like... Fulfilling. Super personal fulfillment, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I guess they do relate in some sense. When you're at the gym, Ronnie Poo, do you listen to podcasts or are you usually listening to music? To be honest, mostly music. I only listen to podcasts at work understandable dude by the way i don't know if you already know about this but i found like the best way to find new music how um pretty much uh, on spotify what is that parlor is the best way to find new music without libtards telling you what to do and now a word from our sponsor now parlor is the new facebook for conservatives but sorry for interrupting you were, what was conservatives really yeah well yeah, it's a new conservative version of Facebook where they don't flag false shit saying the election is rigged. They don't flag it that it could be fake. Oh, so it's like a, a Facebook where they allow all false information? Exactly. It's a Facebook Damn, which yeah. allows misinformation. Let's invade it. And that's what our buddy, you could blank his name out, but you guys won't be surprised. Um, said, my name on Parler is this. I'm like, that's just a clear sign what kind of person you are. Dude. I witnessed something incredible with that guy that I think was supernatural. Can I tell that really quick before we go back to your chip story? Yeah, we definitely yeah. got to come up with a name for this guy, the Satchmo. Yeah, so Satchmo, this guy, his name is Satchmo. <laughs> his name is Satchmo. And he, <laughs> he, had looks like Satchmo looking at he had a twin brother, right? The one with the twin brother? Who are you talking yes. about? Satchmo, dude. Who, who is that? <laughs> okay, off the record. Okay, okay, okay. So Satchmo had a twin brother. Um, what's his name, Ronnie? I honestly don't know who that fucking guy is. Like, give, give, me Sach a, give me a Satchmo, dude. Pseudonym. It's Satchmo's twin. Satchmo and Jambus. Okay. Yeah! That is great. That is a duo if I've ever heard of one. Okay, so Satchmo had a brother named Jambus. 
and they were twin <laughs> brothers. They were identical. They looked exactly alike, and they were very odd, very mysterious fellas, right? This one time, we're at a party, and this is before Sashmo's brother passed away. I think he died in a car accident. Very tragic. Anyway, they were chilling with us at a party, and I think you were there, Gilgamesh. I don't know if it was the party where you came down from the military on um, 10th Street at Den Dizzle's joint, where we drew sausages on his new CD. I don't know if it was that time, but we were chilling in this room, and Satchmo was standing right here, right? And his brother, Janubis, I forgot his name. Jambus. Jambus. He's standing in the other corner. And we're we're smoking pot. We're getting high as fuck, dude. We're getting lit. Jambo, or uh, (laughs) Samus, he hits the bong, right? Wait, Satchmo or Jambus? I shit you not. Satchmo, <laughs> he hits the bomb and he passes out. He collapses on the floor, dude. He falls without even breaking. I remember. Himself. You remember this? Yeah, he full on fucking pulled a like. Don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock knee, right? Lock knee. No, I don't know what it is. He hit it and he passed out. And I'm just standing there and I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Should we do something? And his twin brother, uh, Janbus, he's like, he's fine. And I'm like, okay. This dude passed out, Ronnie, on the floor. And he was laying in the corner. And we all just kept going along, just parting. <laughs> Next thing you know, Sambus stands up. <laughs> he stands up like that, right? And this is 100% real. You can even ask Gilgamesh. He stands up and he's normal. His twin brother, Jambo, passes out. <laughs> Same thing, dude. It took turns. Across, as soon as he stood up, across the room, his brother Jambo passed out and fell and hit so hard and loud with a thud. And it Did was anyone like, give a fuck about him? Nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. They just assumed dude. it was something they do. I don't know. I was like, like shots, yeah. Yeah, like first of all, one person passing out is fucking horrifying, let alone somebody passing out. As soon as their twin, who just passed out, stands up. It was a phenomenon I've never seen. It was incredible. He must have lent him his energy, huh? The statistics are remarkable. They shared energy. You should have bought a lottery ticket. That's so funny. The shared energy. It was phenomenal. Do you think he's become superpowered since? Well, he's a conservative now, you said. Damn. So he's transcended. And his brother's passed away. The liberal one. Which is crazy because whatever, we're just going to move on. I do want to go back to your chip story, <laughs> Ronnie, because that was intriguing and I was balls deep in it along with our listeners. Oh, yeah. The last thing I was going to say yeah, was you said it made your nipples red. Basically, like at four in the morning, I was like about to fall asleep in my booth and I instantly opened my eyes like <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, I got to shit right now. And I like ran to the restroom and it was like I couldn't shit. It was like a constipation sensation. Was your butthole burning at that point or no? Not until some poo-poo came out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I, I was like, all right, let's do this. And I, like, did my little push. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and, like, a little splatter came out. And um, that triggered, uh, like, probably 24-hour devastation. So, um. 24 hours of that? So I shot that first time, and it burned. It, like, was burning my asshole as it it came out. It was like liquid magma, basically. Oh. And um, 
So I was sitting there, um, and the first time wasn't too bad. It burned, but then maybe like another hour later, it hit me again, and I had to go back, and it was already raw. So I have raw flesh oh. down there, and it's getting hit with this burning magma cream again. And um, basically, I did that all night. I kept, I got home, I went to sleep, and like How's every your toilet paper at work. Is it single ply? It's um, sandpaper. Oh. <laughs> yeah so not good I, I would die i would die it was rough yeah i'm used to a bidet yeah all night i was just like up all night and just like so oh, you God. were fresh to your new graveyard shift you're all excited you had your little lunch pill and then bloody diarrhea all night yeah that's terrible dude so it couldn't have been worth it for what a few laughs with some friends i'd do it again <laughs> i'm just kidding no <laughs> Next time um, you no. gotta shove it up your asshole if you want to take it to the next level. Damn, no, I, I don't. Th- I don't think it's truly worth it to any one person. Like, well, maybe it'd be worth it if it tasted good, right? Yeah, I guess so. Or unless you have like at a, least taste good. Unless you have a decent yeah. amount of followers on YouTube and you're trying to like get them views, boy. It's like you know what they want me to eat this shit. I eat. I'll do anything for these motherfuckers. But I'll tell you what, did you hallucinate at all? Uh, no, but actually I did do something crazy. I hit a dab like immediately after swallowing the chip and my <sighs> mouth was like burning brutally. And then the dab like made me choke out and it probably enhanced it. It was an intense combination. Yeah, dude, uh, you yeah. sent a snap out and you were just, you had the camera like th- this close to your face. You're like that all weird. And you're all, <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with them? And then I saw I was the all chip drooling and stuff. I was worried for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah breaking news alert did you guys hear that Belle Delphine has said that she will consider making hardcore porn really before ending her career yeah Cozy. she showed up on a few different podcasts recently and if you all don't know who Belle Delphine is we briefly mentioned her in one of the previous episodes of Planet Paradox mm-hmm. Uh, as being the e-girl who invented e-girling, e-thotting, basically, which is where these girls have an OnlyFans account, and they tease their fan base by showing slightly more and more each time. Yeah, she's the one who does the Ahigao face. Ryan's doing it actually very decent Ahigao face. It's like, not even hating. That's pretty deep. Your tongue's a little too broad. You gotta knit. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, dude. Oh, yeah. You got a respected chick who can just make money off of horny dudes. A fucking silly face, yeah. So so they tease their fan base and just do, take off slightly more, or they'll show slightly more of their titty or whatever each time. And so she's basically working her way up to uh, being willing to do hardcore porn. But she said when she does it, it's going to be the last thing she does, and it's going to have to be for a lot of money. She's waiting for the right offer, but she's already been offered. So it's far off in the future still, right? Well, she said she's already been offered, like, more than a million, but she wants more than that. My pussy is like a Martin. It's either not the last thing she does or it's far off in the future because she has a lot of life in her, a lot of miles to be given. You know what I mean? Definitely. But uh, Belle Delphine Triple X coming soon. How do you think it'll affect her career? Um, I believe that that will end her career. I, I do as well. I feel like the mystery, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, what it's lies over. behind that little fucking cloth? I think just a lot more nuts are going to get busted. <laughs> a lot of nuts are going to get busted. Isn't it crazy to think right now as we chat right here, 
thousands, if not millions of nuts are being busted this very second. What do you think, Gilgamesh? Millions? So many. That makes me want to have a vigil, a candlelight vigil for all those busted nuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but here, here, think about this, though. I don't don't think necessarily it would ruin her or anything. I just think that she would personally end her own career because she would make enough money to where she doesn't have to work anymore. Like, uh, think about Jennifer Lawrence, though. She she was in the fappening or whatever where her nudes got leaked and everyone got to see her naked. But I still want to see her in movies and shit. She's still gorgeous. Did you see those nudes? No, dude. I'm a gentleman. I didn't look that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> look at him. Fucking filthy bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never seen those nudes. I didn't uh, look that up. <sighs> think. As a fan. I never seen her nudes, but I did see JT, one of the chicks from City Girls. She had a nip slip the other day. It was fantastic. But you were saying? Hi, Carly. <laughs> you know what? Um, I really wonder if Miranda Crosgrove is bad now. The little the girl from Hi, Carly. I've seen her butthole. She showed up on Whitney Cummings. You seen her butthole? Phenomenal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you seen Hi, Carly's butthole? <laughs> It was on the Nickelodeon. The thing, though, is she started to kind of look like Michael Jackson. Remember that? She started. She to did kind of look, look very yeah. MJ-ish. I mean. I think she's banging these days. I mean, could you imagine Titty fucking the king of pop? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that she's fantastic. I heard her on the official podcast. I support anything she does. I just hope I she doesn't get killed by Belle one of Delphi. her crazy fans. Yeah, she, it's... If you haven't looked into her, just check her out on the podcast because that's where you can actually see who she is as a person where she's not putting on a weird act. But also check out the weird act. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, at least check out that Takashi 6 9 face over thing. The Takashi version's better. Thick thighs. <laughs> Um, I did recently find out. Uh, ooh, I like the little <laughs> angle you're laying at, Ryan. Ryan, you always end up laying at the most seductive angles on the podcast. It's great. It's kawaii densetsu. <laughs> Any other topics you guys want to go over? Moonbase. <gasps> oh, do you remember that one time, guys, where I just kept sending you just the worst TikToks possible? It was like very specially. Is it that fat, gross thumb guy? Everything. Oh, that too. Yeah. It got to the point to where you probably didn't even want to play it, right, Gilgamesh? No, I played them all, but it made me sad. I was like, this isn't funny. <laughs> I just get sad. All those ones with that one song. Um... Did you laugh when you watched these fair enough? No, no, I, of course not. I'm not a psycho. <laughs> Yeah, that one I did laugh. <laughs> That's so fucked up, bro. Dude, yeah, so... <laughs> okay, so I got a fun little game right now. We're going to call this the TikTok Corner. And we'll come up with better names as we go. You can only have so many corners. Yeah, how many fucking corners? I know, we Anyway. That's 21. I decided <laughs> to save some... TikToks that I found that I wanted to send you guys so you guys can tell me what you think about them. Can we go ahead and do that? I got a few I want to show you guys. Go up. Let's do it. Okay, so this is the TikTok corner. Go ahead and head to your Discord and um, watch them. Give me like one chip. Okay. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, what you're listening today may be a part of a two-part series. Ah, never mind. 
I'm not going to even say that right now. What am I doing? <laughs> you know, dude, we did a Walmart order and they accidentally gave us cherry Pop-Tarts. Oh, I feel so blessed. I love cherry Pop-Tarts. Especially when they're free. You guys ready? Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> there you thank go. Thank you. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are here at the TikTok corner. I will go ahead and show the fellas some fantastic TikToks I have found over time. As you guys know, TikTok is the cancerous butthole of social media. Only the most ridiculous people go through it and, you know, experience what it has to offer. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to go through all this bullshit so the fellas don't have to and share them the gold that I find in this pile of trash. Here it is. Automatic fish killing machine. Put the fish in and in five seconds it cleans out the scales, gills, and guts. It's very, very, very easy to use. What'd you think? Do you think it's fake Gilgamesh? I like the uh, voiceover. It's an automatic fish killing machine. Um, it guts out the fish for you. I guess it does all the work. Looks real. I feel like it looks real, but I feel like it's easily fakeable. You know what I mean? I feel like you could fake that easy. Do you think they faked it just to make this video? You, dude, you will not believe the kind of shit people will do for views, bro. There's fake plane scenes that people can take Instagrams at to where it looks like you're on a private jet, but it's just a scene. It's obviously real, bro, because it has Asian handwriting on it. If there's Chinese writing on it, it's real. You know, the sound of that robot talking, it just, it's just, it's creepy to me. I don't know what it is. And I'm not even afraid of the singularity. I keep thinking Ryan's in my bathroom. Show us the eh, 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 eh ones already. Eh, eh, eh. I don't have any of those in, in today's <laughs> list. We'll do that next week. We have segments, guys. All right. So whatever. Here's the next one. Okay. I call this one Winter Mistress. What did I ever do to you? Enough, Anna. No, why? Why do you shut Why does it say spoiler? Well, why do you shut the world out? out? I, what? I are you so afraid? <laughs> I said enough! <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Winter Mistress. Yeah. <laughs> so describe what we just saw, Gilgamesh. I wish I could just show the audience my face. It was a look of disgust. <laughs> that disgusts you? I was disgusted. Was she cracking <laughs> her neck over and over again? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought she was going like... <laughs> Bows. Bows. She looked like pink guy losing his shit. I think it's more funny than disgusting to me, but she herself is kind of disgusting, but that's rude to say as well. <laughs> I would say... A whole I video. She's a inspiration. She seems to be trying to pursue an acting career. Very beautiful work. Nice. Good addition to the portfolio. What a great answer. Your sweetheart. Okay. So um, we're going to go to the next one. This one's called Demon Laugh Bitch. Or I, I named it that. And I'm marking these as spoilers just because it's fun for you to open it like a little, you know what I mean? <laughs> what have you accidentally spoiled The Witcher for? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What a disgusting person. <laughs> what a p 
pig beast. I hope she fucking gets mauled by a pack of wolverines. Look at the frame it stopped on, dude. <laughs> she has like open sores on her face. <laughs> she sounds like a pig beast. This is spookier than anything I've seen on Halloween. If this shit was in the woods at night, I would shit myself. <laughs> she sounds scarier than the fucking um, grudge, dude. <laughs> Do you guys remember when I used to do that weird laugh for a little bit of my life? I used to have. (laughs) I would do like a honking sound when I would laugh hard. Yeah, Yeah, you used to honk. Is Ryan too young for that? I do remember it. Oh, I used to honk like a goose. (laughs) It would be. It would be when you were surprised. Usually, you'd just go. When I got yeah, hit like, with something funny, yeah, <laughs> like you act out a long. Like it, it was. It had to be a goddamn moment. I really thought it was an asthma thing. <laughs> it could have been asthma. Thing. People used to like it though, because they knew when I was genuinely laughing at something. You yeah, know what it's I mean? like yeah. Could, if you get him to wheeze honk, then you know he actually's <laughs> cracking up. Dude, that's yeah. Some people got hurt when I wouldn't wheeze honk. <laughs> you guys ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah. Thought it was funny. Um. By the way, um, I'm gonna have to hop off and like. The next ten minutes. Aww. Okay, we'll wrap this up. Yeah, he's gonna um twerk. This one's called Jumbo. Okay. Let's see. It better not be another gross fat bitch. Yeah. Guess what it is. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> big I hate this fucking cartoon, but um, have you ever seen that Johnny Test? No. This guy looks like Bling Bling Boy. Oh, yeah. Bling Bling Boy. Yes. I do know who you're talking about. <laughs> Look up Fatty uh, Sav on TikTok, everyone, and this guy looks like <laughs> Bling Boy. I'll tell you this much. Um, he is really fat, and I don't like his teeth, even though they got bling on him. Oh, is, there, but, is his teeth But his music up? was tight. His his vibe is right. He's got a good fucking thing. He's going. chill though, huh? He's chill as fuck. I li- I like him. Dude, I, I paused would... the picture of him I with an up close picture. Oh, he looks creepy. Anyway, so we're gonna go to the final one. I got one more for you guys. Um, I love the part where he talked raps about sausage. Yeah, I know it makes sense. He's basically a human. Are you ready for the last one, Ronnie? Yeah. Okay, Gilgamesh and Ronnie. Here we go. Oh no! Kind of more like what you were getting for for the while, huh? Uh, okay. Sorry if I ruined your night. <laughs> I mean, at least staring into the void. At least they're not obese. Fun fact: I didn't even just watch it there because it bothers me so much. I just wanted to get you guys. Anyway, dude, they're vibing, bro. Yeah, they're having a good time. They're making the most of their situation. Explain what we just saw, Ronnie. Is that the original song? Do you think that they were doing that to? Because the song is also fucking demented. It's like a demented version of "No More Monkeys Jumping on the Bed." Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that song is. Yeah, it was like being sung by a very young baby or something. Yeah, it's... It, basically, it's a conjointed twins at the forehead, and they're like getting trappy with it with that song. Hitting the woe. Yeah, basically hitting the woe times two. Times two. Whoa. Whoa squared, yeah. So you go in tonight, Ronnie? Yeah, I, w- I start working like 
40 minutes. Oh my fucking God. I had no idea. For some reason, I thought you were off tonight. But hey, I guess now's a good time to wrap up. Um, damn, that was fucking fun, guys. This is a good time. Um, a one good more, time. one more thing before we go. I gotta give uh, Gilgamesh a shout out. His book is killing it right now. Yes, good amount of sales out, and um, hopefully everyone's enjoying that. I'm about to hit a hundred books sold and distributed. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that's badass, man. That is um, big awesome. Up, and it's thanks to all y'all's. I really appreciate the support to everybody Dude, who bought. It came out great. I did get those extra copies that you sent me, Gilgamesh signed. Love them. I'm going to preserve those forever. Um, I'm glad everything came out good at the book. Check it out if you guys still haven't got it. What is it called again? It's a dance on the edge, Hunter's Passage. Hunter's Passage. You can find it on Amazon. Timothy Senna, right? Yep. Ronnie Poo, was there anything else you want to talk about before we get off? Uh. I'm good, bro. I got to go get ready. So, I mean, it's been fun. Maybe we can do it again. Um, we can it's do fun. it before work any day. So if y'all ever want to do an extra session. Cool. Well, th- hey, this worked out for me pretty damn good. And I, I think it worked out for Gilgamesh as well. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the episode right here. Planet Paradox, episode 16. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will catch you guys later. Peace, dog. Bye.